Okay. Can you turn my ears so down a little bit? So there we are. Can I turn your ears down? I can. Just a little bit. It's that. It's that now. Well, no. You see, the problem you're experiencing right now is that the music, for some reason, I have to find the way to route it properly. The music did come down. We just still hear it very loudly in our ears. I don't know why that is. Good to know. But it works. It works properly. Good to know. Yeah. You're in there. Don't worry. Good to know. (laughs) Testies, one, two, three. Testies, one, two, three. You're there. My wife told me... uh, It's making me insane. It's that loud. Yeah. It should be my right ear because I can't hear very well out of my right ear. Okay. Music's going. That's not- <laughs> I, I can't hear very well out of my right ear from shooting guns without ear protection. You, you, okay. What, I, I can't imagine why it would be worse with the right. All right. Okay. So, so you're looking rifle. See, see I, I don't do a lot of rifle. Right. Well, okay. yeah. I guess. But still, the, 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 the sound is that loud. It should just be. Like, both your ears should be destroyed. Uh, yes, they both are, but my right ear is a lot worse. That my hearing's messed up is like, uh, I was bleeding out of my ear. I guess I don't know. I got a scratch way on the inside. I had my, ear, my hearing tested. Uh, that sounds amazing all by itself. Over 20 years ago, and uh, they're like, you can't hear. I think I talked about this on the show where I can't hear women's or children's voices or interference hearing. No, dude. Dude. That's a choice. <laughs> you, no, you got. <laughs> no, I'm serious. If there's a lot of things going on, like it, like a lot of people talking in the background, or if we're at a bar or something, there's music. Like if we're up at Birdie's, yeah, and we're all not sitting in close, yeah, and there's a bunch of people talking. There's music playing. There's TVs on or whatever. Well, John, okay. they don't have the TVs with, with uh, it's all no, transcripted no. or whatever. But I, I can't hear a damn thing. Dude, it, it is selective hearing. That's partially it, but I can't hear it for shit either. Okay. It's my wife and my kids. So if I'm sitting at a table <laughs> with with you and Connie and Steph. Yeah. Okay. And let's say that we're carrying on one conversation and they're carrying on another. Oh, well, yeah. But if they're talking about me, I'm listening to them. I can't hear you. <laughs> It's anything anyone says, Jerry. Like, yes, exactly. I like, mean, you're you you may as well not even exist. Like when you say treats to a dog, and they're like, "Yes, my dogs." Yeah, it's very similar, and it's the same thing with music. If we're in a room, that's why I just had to turn that down. You can't hear what I'm saying. No, I'm listening to music. Yeah. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I get that a lot too. Because see, my wife says that I can't hear for shit, and I, arguably, I. You know, my son told me that we were going hunting the other day, and I was like, what? Now, he mumbles, and he doesn't pronounce his words. He's a teenager. Right. And he also looks out the window and talks to me and thinks I'm going to be able to hear what the hell he's saying. And he was busting my stones. He said, for Christmas, I'm going to get you hearing aids. And he said, after hearing aids, Dad, it's all downhill. He goes, you're 50. I'm not... I'm like, Easy. I'm not 50. I'm not Take even 49. Take it easy. Take it easy, kid. It's a couple months until I'm even 49. So just Take it easy, kid. See, the, the kids, my kids bust my stones about being almost 50. Right. And, like, I'll see kids at the gym and everything, and we'll start talking to them. And the one guy, I don't, I don't consider him a kid, but he's obviously maybe 10 years younger than me. 
or maybe even more in 10 years. It's the, that's the South Philly kid. <laughs> right. That's a sim for that kid. But He's he, 50. He was like, how old are you? I was like, well, you know, I'm 48. He's like, get the boop out of here. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll be 49 in February. And he was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate that. And I then some, some other young bald guy that wears glasses that was working out. And I, I've been trying to do the right thing and give some people some tips now i don't normally i just go in i don't talk to anybody i walk around like i want to kill people because that's just the post the pre-workout working and um so i don't really talk to anybody but i'll see a couple people doing something and the guy had made a off comment he was like wow i really hope i look like you when i'm your age i was like you son of a bitch i was like guaranteed you're not going to have as much hair as i had because he was bald right you bastard so now the question is going to be hmm uh, the guy who said to you before, like, like he, he was incredulous as to your age. Yeah. How do you know he doesn't think you were 70? Because he told me. He, uh, oh, he, okay. He said, what he, I said, how old did you think I was? He was like, I don't know, like 32 to 35 maybe. Oh, no. He's on drugs. When I used to fight. Don't even listen to him. <laughs> He's on drugs. <laughs> when I was training uh, Muay Thai, uh, the younger guy, Jake, that I used to train with, who was maybe 30, 31. And everyone in the class thought I was in my 30s and I was in my mid 40s. Well, he has, that kid has early 40s. No, a, he has no discernment at all. Uh, he's like, maybe he's just a salesman, but I think he, maybe I don't know. he, exactly. Maybe you're sucking your ass trying ass. to sell you something. Well, there's no reason for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I look pretty good for 48. You do. But, but, but you know what, man? 48 is. It, it's not old. No, it's not really anymore. not. It, they say that, you know, 60's the new 40. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, hey, yeah, potential do spam. It. Do it. No, nah, we're, 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 this one doesn't link up to the board. <sighs> we'll hope that it comes through on the other phone. <laughs> uh, so, so when I was a kid, you know, my parents and all of their friends were mm. in their 40s and 50s. Missing teeth all over the place, yeah. you know, from a hundred years of smoke and a hundred years mm -hmm. of eating nothing but bacon grease, hey, like basically whoa, whoa, injecting whoa, 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 it into their, in, into their, and, and, and drinking heavily all their lives. Oh, like well, they did so. not take care of themselves like we do now. When I do drink, I can put them away and I don't get drunk. I have very high tolerance. Like I was up at Birdie's. <laughs> Uh, somebody came over and they were talking to me. They're like, "Oh, what are you drinking?" I'm like, "An old fashioned." I love old fashions. I hate them. I like them. And then it was in Manhattan's, but I won't drink Manhattan's that often because then you get a martini glass and mm -hmm. the looks that come with it. It's kind of like guys drinking out of a straw. You know how that old yeah. thing? You can't look cool when you're looking at drinking out of a straw. No, but I'll drink old fashions. And I was like, Sarah, how many have I had tonight? She's like, I don't know, like ten or twelve. <laughs> I was like, and I was, I was comple completely fine. I just. I have a very high tolerance. I'm, dude. I'm like, let me see. You're fifty five now. Your, let me see. Your bill is eight hundred and four dollars. I'm gonna say, you know, was you had a couple. It was one hundred and twelve. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and my, I think my wife had maybe two glasses of wine. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So let's talk about the mm. thing that I called you with on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> This was the this Today's was one Thursday. of the greatest things. Today's Thursday. Yeah, I called you. It was after Yesterday? the show last week. Okay, yes. Now you have to remind me, but we talked so many times. You'll remember. Phone. Okay. It this is one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. 
Okay. Oh, I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we went, I, I went to uh, <laughs> one is, of the local grocery this stores. Is, this is so funny just because Jerry, it, this conversation, when he told me this story, um, it's, it went on for, when we talked on the phone for like two or three days. We talked, we talked that day and then like the next day and the next day. And we were still talking about it. Yeah. Like, when I was driving back from market on Thursday, we talked about it and we went off on another shoot of this. Wait, do you guys hear the story? Yeah. The gall is just amazing. It right. really is. So, so I went to one of the local gro- grocery stores. I won't out it, <laughs> but, uh, to, to, to get some, some fried chicken. Okay. Because I wanted to put some chicken in my, in, in a salad that night. So, I go into the store, get my chicken, and on my way in, I see this woman who, I don't know, I would say she's 65 to 70, who worked there. She's wearing the store's smock. And uh, as, as I walked by, we, we greeted each other. I said, hello, and she said hello to me. And I went and got my chicken. And then, like, I wanted to get milk, and I'm having a brain fart as to where it is. You know, even though I know, or not, not milk, but rather eggs. Right. Okay? So... I'm just brain farting. I I mean, I know the layout of the store. It's just not coming to me. So I go over and I look at in the meat area and like, it's not there. I'm going, Jesus, what the hell is wrong with me? Why can't I think of this? Mm. So I'm over by the milk. And of course it's going to be somewhere around there, but I'm just not grabbing it. (laughs) So this woman comes walking by, same woman. And I said, oh, miss, excuse me a minute. Where are eggs? Like, I'm having a brain fart. I can't figure it out. And she goes, well, it's just further up the dairy aisle here. And I said, okay, well, thanks. And I start walking away, and she goes, you're Jerry, aren't you? (laughs) And I said, yeah, I'm Jerry. Yeah, who the the are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Jerry. And she goes, I don't like you. (laughs) It's the greatest thing ever. Nothing like having a a total stranger come up and say, I don't like you. Yeah. 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 So, so I go, all right. (laughs) Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Okay. Now you got to tell me why. I I told Jerry, he should have just poked her in the chest and said, I don't like you either. And just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) So so now you got to tell me why. I just don't, you know, I, I don't like the way you carry yourself in public. I went, oh, well, that's life. I'll get by it. Yeah. Oh, let me let me write that and down and put that in a file of who gives a shit. And yeah. And it's filed away. Thank you so much for Yeah. Thanks. But my point, I said to Jerry, I said, she's got brass balls. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, she's an old lady. Most, most of the time, older people will say things to you. Because they're old, they don't really give a shit anymore. Right. Like my father-in-law, when I when I got my uh, sleeve done for my tattoo, he goes, "Well, that looks like shit." I was like, "Well, I don't get tattoos for you." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and my wife's like, "He really said that to you?" I'm like, "Yeah." And my mother-in-law talked trash on people with with tattoos, and like, <laughs> I'm like, "You know that I have tattoos." I'm, <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, man, she's got. She had some balls. And she's, no question. She's working too. Right. Like you're a customer. Right. That, like I told you on the phone, is imagine like you're going out and you're doing a football game at Exeter and someone comes up and you just walk up to someone and like, I don't like you. Right. Like I think this goes into that whole, she's the opposite of internet muscles. It's a great point. But she also, I, I just, 
man, I, I my first question was like, why? How does she know your name? Right. How do you know me? It, it, she was bullshitting and lying. She wasn't being fully truth truthful because. Oh, I don't like the way you carry yourself in public. No, she she knows who I am. Oh, I'm sure. If she knows you know? your name, yeah. Yeah, she, she knows that, you know, she must know this podcast. Mm. Or she knows writing the examiner and, yeah. you know, whatever else, you know? <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you. Okay, well, I'll survive that. Listen, witch. <laughs> yeah. I don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> If she doesn't like the way you walk in public, she really wouldn't like the way I walk in public. Well, I, I think she was speaking to the fact that I actually speak my mind about things. Oh and she God. probably just doesn't agree with my prescription. Yeah, and she probably thinks that you should be censored. She's probably a golfer. You know, I mean, the, the whole or 27 not. feet. You're working at I can imagine you don't have, make that a lot. You don't it was Oh. It was we, a local grocery store. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I can't imagine if she's working at a local grocery store. <laughs> she's not making a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I don't think she's golfing. Well, with the way how much we subsidize it, there's a possibility. Oh, sure. Absolutely. But I just think it's funny that someone, she would have the gall to just walk up to someone that she doesn't, has never met before, never had a conversation with. I don't like you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. I don't like you either. Why just, you, why nah, you, man, I just laughed. Why don't you shut the Frank up? I just laughed. <laughs> I mean, I, I just found it so amusing. Good for you, young lady. Well, good for you. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. Man, that, that like I said, that's the, she's the adverse of, uh, oh, we got to answer that one. Yeah, no. Well, I, I actually should answer that one. That's uh, your insurance agent. No, no, no. That's Bermuda calling. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, man. I, I just it, good for her for having some cojones. But on the other hand, yeah. like you're a customer at that point. Maybe if she saw you out at like birdies or something like that, tap you on the shoulder. I don't like you. I'm like, oh, I'm good with that. Good for you. Nah, I'm fine with it there too. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You're give on company dime. Time. Don't be diming out your. Uh, I'm not going to give anybody a hard time. <laughs> it's it, it's fine. She's allowed an opinion. It's just funny that someone just out of the blue. I don't like you. Well, that made my Friday. That I, made my day. Absolutely, man. I have affected her life in Isn't some way. Isn't that amazing, though? With words, I've affected her life with words. See, I've I've had. I mean, the- it's not like I I I bought the housing complex where she lives and I upped her rent, right? Mm. It's not like I did that. It's nothing like that. No. I affected her with words and opinions. I kind of know what that feels like because I've been at Birdie's and a friend of mine that I've known for a really long time. We went to college together and she's like a, a little sister to me. And her kids go to Exeter and her husband's in a big local band, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to see them when they play up there. And she was with a bunch oh, of... Oh, well, I, I might have an issue with that guy, but go ahead. <laughs> um, he, he... I don't like him. <laughs> but I would... I went, I, We try to go up and see them every single time they play. And I was like, hey, I walked over to her. She's like, gave me a big hug and everything. And her friends were like, oh, this is Kevin. And they're like... 
And then they just look at me like I'm the biggest asshole. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like you, I had this for years is where when you speak out, you're that guy. Like you go to parties and that's why I probably don't get invited to any of these people's things anymore is because <laughs> I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I was that guy. I don't even talk about the shit anymore. But you're you're that guy. You now are that guy. I'm that guy. Well, people walk up to you and you're a complete stranger walks up to you and says, I don't like you. I mean, this was people at a party. Like they would just it was like I had like like I had gonorrhea or something like that, and they would just like not you know, they look at you in disgust and they just because I speak out about the things going on. I think you generally can't get gonorrhea from casual contact. There, There's got to be some intimate contact. The, well, I'm just saying. Unless you're sticking your fingers in their mouth. Then you can maybe give it to them. I'll just stick my fist in their mouth, but that's besides Those the are fingers. Yeah. No, it's, you're that guy. It's great. It's one of the reasons why I just got tired of it all is because eventually you just get tired of like people looking at you like you're... It's, it's, just, it's complete, the best thing ever. I'd rather just not go out and not deal with it. I affected her with words. So you affect her so strongly that she felt that she needed to say something to you. No, it's the great. This is one of the accomplishments of my lifetime. Now you know what the Wizard of Oz felt like when they pulled the thing back. The Wizard of X. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Are you ready to start the show yet? Yes. Okay. Well, leave us do that. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. <laughs> Kevin Carson, right before I'm opening the mics, and... <laughs> <laughs> He's worried about And I like I just had to give him the high side like I, I, stop. He's all stop. worried about something. I'm like, F her. Screw her. I don't, give, I don't care anymore. I'm just so done. You're just so done? Uh, dude, it's just like I told you on the way over here, I just you no know, no one will understand the constraint it it's needed. Nobody be, wants to. To be this peaceful. Peace, Nobody wants peaceful. to you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it's when you get involved with the keyboard warriors and they've got yeah no it's a hundred percent I completely get where you're going with it like the constraint that is needed to be this peaceful people will never understand yeah like this is why it drives me nuts when people are like oh you know you people are the violent ones and like if we were violent none of this shit would be going on no it's the truth none of it like it, I would you would see me on the news every day. If the people on our side, mm -hmm. which is, you know, clearly the right wing, if we were violent, mm -hmm. dude, like, like, not only would none of this matter, but ammo sales would be through the roof. Oh my God, I, I, yeah, there would be bodies stacked up like cordwood. Yeah, that's what I said. If the gun, if gun owners, legal gun owners, were the issue. None of this shit would be going on. No, exactly. None of it. Oh, but but let, let's back up a little bit. Hey now, everybody, and welcome to the Exeter Underground number 77, Hyper Local News, 
and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is... Kevin Fole. And we are here to entertain you. Mm, especially today. Yeah. I think we're both fired up. Jerry Jerry beat the shit out of the carpet that in front I of did. the door. Yeah. See, see so... In, he was curb stomping. In, in our... Uh, in, in this studio, okay, I, I, have, I, I have put a, a... Not a carpet. This would be a rug. Rug. Yes. Ten by and... Ten. Because there's something wrong with that door, and I, I've I've got to remember to call Flying Hills and tell them get somebody over here and fix this. Yeah. The, the door sits a little low, so you got to pull the carpet up to open and close it. And as I'm pulling it up to close the door, you know, right before we came on, the thing is not cooperating. So I started kicking it and stomping <laughs> and acting like a ten year old. It's nice to see. Everybody needs to lose their shit every once in a while. Yes, that was my moment. Yeah, that well, that was that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just, yeah, man. I I just, and I let's go back a second. You said, well, the right wing. I don't even I don't go by that anymore. I may, you could say the correct wing. Mm-hmm. Because what we were talking before the show was like when we were when I was voting the other day. Yep. What was it last week? I guess it was. Yeah, it was last Tuesday. So I was voting. Nine was, days ago. I was talking to a woman and another woman, and there was a guy and a girl there, and my wife was there, and we were talking, and I was laughing because they make, uh, they say that Donna Merritt is, you know, one of those Trump extremists, right-wing extremists, and I laughed. I said, what's funny is, is like, so she's an extremist. But the people that are cutting the penises off of little boys and, and the boobs off of little girls and chemically castrating them and changing, you know, giving them hormones and everything, those people aren't extreme. The people that want to murder babies and have them rip from limb from limb inside the womb, not extreme. Right. People who are trying to stand up for life, extreme. Well, it's just a clump of cells. Well, you're a clump of cells. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to someone. They're like, "Yeah, but I'm mature." I'm like, "Not really." No. That's a, well. I I could I can last outside the womb. Can you? I was like, I can put you naked out in the middle of Alaska, and you couldn't last three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On, in in the summer. Yeah. Not well, even they, in the winter. Never mind. That's no. why it's just. So should we just kill old people then because they can't feed themselves and all that too? Well, you, you know, life is that Benjamin, that thing Benjamin where you start Button. out not being able to do anything for yourself and you end up not being able to do anything for yourself. Benjamin Button. Right. So uh, perhaps, perhaps we should start having uh, abortions for anybody over a certain age. Then you would just move to Canada because that's what they do. Right. But, but they won't say that. Will oh, they? They do. I saw that article where a guy was cancer treatment and he couldn't afford it. They were like, well, you can just commit suicide. <sighs> they do it with the, there was, there are people that are like manic depressive, like heavily depressed. Yeah. They offer, you can have assisted suicide. Good God. And that's government healthcare right there. It's what people it is. don't that's understand the because they system. need to kill the people that cost the most. And here's the funny part for the women that want universal healthcare, government run and all that. Who do you think uses up the most funds in this country? Women. Women. Yeah, it's true. Whether you're a single mom or health care or pregnancies or mm-hmm. when, you, you know what I mean? Because men die younger. <laughs> yeah. 
That's why it's hilarious. Like, like you, you don't know, even know what you support. With all the changes since Obamacare came in. Now, I can't find a policy, a single a policy for just me. Oh, yeah. That doesn't have pregnancy covered. Yep. There is no chance that I'm going to get pregnant. Uh, I remember this because my father, who was on Medicare at the time, because they force you on Medicare once you turn 65, you have to buy a supplemental policy. And this is when Obamacare was coming through because he lost his supplemental policy. Remember, yeah. they said, you're not going to lose your plan. I know. I lost my plan. My father <laughs> lost his plan like multiple times. I had a really nice like plan that was built only for emergencies. It cost yep. me like a buck seventy-five a month yep. for me and my kids, and that was gone. Yeah, and so my father got a policy that he had maternity care in it for a guy that was a, it was a supplemental policy for a guy. <laughs> I think he was like 67, yep. 68 at that yep. point. Perfect. I was like, it's just he insane. definitely would have gone through menopause by that point. <laughs> I, I just. I just I don't think people understand what they support. It's like that whole title book, the book of the the title of the book that we were talking about last week. And it's just as a society, we need instant gratification. We're not going to do any homework on anything. Or <sighs> you pick a side. Mm-hmm. You see it with what's going on with Israel and Ukraine and and you know Hamas or Palestine, and um, you saw it with Ukraine. Yep. Like it's everyone just picks a side and get in the box, and I don't necessarily think people understand what they're doing. In fact, I know they don't, and it's really, really scary to me <clears throat> because they're just separate. This just division. That's what they want, mm-hmm. and I mean people. I don't even mean like the powers that be. People, I think people now want division. They uh, like it. They want it. I do. I do. And we're See? at this point. We're Told at the, you. We're at this point. I, do you want pedophiles around you? No. Do you want communists around you? No. I'm okay with it. I like. We had this conversation. You and I are on talk because Andrew Wilkow, who's on Sirius Radio, who's, I don't think we're polarized enough, and I agree with him. I I've agree. Been sick with him. and tired of his shit too. But I agree with him. We're not polarized enough. I want to know. Who of my friends and the one, this girl that I went to college with, she said, Well, Kev, I'm a socialist. I said, Good to know. Delete. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with you. I'm, I, listen, I'm almost 50, dude. I don't give a shit. I got my wife, I got my kids, I have some close friends. I made my plate a lot smaller in the last three years. I don't give a shit anymore. Gotta stop caring. Right. I do, yeah. And you can't worry of this is what I. I Mentor a couple kids. Uh, well, their kids are under thirty, but one of them's thirty, and I constantly tell him he's like worried about this, this, and this. He's married; they're having a baby soon. And I said you can't worry about what you can't control. I said you're gonna. <laughs> he was like, "Well, what do you think about World War 3 I was like, "Well, you won't be drafted in the first stage; you'll be in the second stage." <laughs> he's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "You you think they're gonna you think they're gonna give a shit? You know, eighteen to they'll run through eighteen to twenty five real quick." Mm-hmm. Real quick, because just oh my god, there was like, did you see those videos of those kids? The kids in uh, Gen Z, we're not going to draft in the war. <laughs> you, you don't even want us. We're unhealthy. Yeah, not eighty six percent of us are are mentally 
uh, <laughs> on medication and stuff like that. Right. It's crazy to me. And there was a black kid that I was listening to, and he did it. He was a Gen Z kid. He goes, why would I go fight for a country that cares about me? I'm like, that's your first mistake. You think the country cares about anyone. Mm. You know what I mean? When you when he says the country, he yeah. doesn't mean like you and me. He means the government. He, he means, means the, the government. government. Sure he does. And he literally, the system of government, because it's systematic racism, which is he's referring to. Systemic. Right. But he thinks that the government gives a shit about me or my kids or you. Mm-hmm. It's like I just did on Facebook the other day. <laughs> just a number. Republicans are red. Democrats are blue. Neither of neither one of them gives a AF about you. They don't. The it's government true. doesn't care about you. If they did, they wouldn't. We wouldn't be thirty three trillion dollars in debt. Just day. pay up. Yeah. F you. Pay your tax. What do they say? Death and taxes. But that kid was like, "We're not going to. We're not going to. I'm not going to go fight in these wars." Hold on for a second. You think all those guys that got drafted into World War One, World War Two, and or even Vietnam really? You think they wanted to go? Mm-hmm. Like, but they went. Yeah. So let, let let let's turn to the township. There was a supervisors meeting, and it was really weird. It was completely subdued. I heard they were talking online um, on Facebook. A couple comments, but it was, it was yeah weird. It Michelle was. was acting weird. There was even people on next door talking about how Michelle was showing such angst for the constituents because of her mic problems. I don't know if she had a mic problem or she just didn't have it near her. Yeah, I guess. Well, but, not not mic. Her inability to speak into the mic was the yeah, problem, from what I understand. Yeah. But George seemed elated. Yes. Apparently. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Jerry's like, did you watch the school board meeting? I said, no, I was in bed by like, we've been going to bed a lot earlier. Like I was in bed like quarter after after eight. Yeah, I was, it was quarter after eight when I was in bed that night. And as I told you, you would have gotten the whole meeting in. The problem was I was falling asleep on the couch before that. (laughs) God. So at the township meeting, a few things did happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and things of note that were interesting. Uh, the police asked for and got two drones. Oh, perfect. One with heat, uh, uh, heat, mon- heat, heat seeking, yeah. heat monitor. Heat monitor. Is that to- so they can check the weed fields and stuff like that? Uh, possibly. I remember when I was. But they said it's for missing persons. Like they, we had a thing. Where somebody was lost in the woods and we could have used it. I don't know. We don't hear everything. Oh, that 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 was in Birdsboro, though. You're talking about that illegal alien that ICE came and got? Um, the one that came from El Salvador and he murdered somebody. Oh no, no. They were talking about somebody else. Like like a, a separate incident. I really, I really question. Now this isn't being anti-police. I just Dude, I, I, if I, I see so many Central Brooks cops around, I, it's ridiculous. I swear to God, they like have a point on. They put one of those AirPod things or Apple Pod things on my truck and know where I am. Like my son and I were driving over to Pikeville to go hunting at my stepmother's, right on Oli Turnpike. One of them sitting trying to catch people, and they always sit out in Shemansky, which I talk about constantly. How many more? We just got two more police, right? In Exeter, three, three. 
Why is Central Burks so hard in Exeter when we have this many Exeter clubs? Because they're going through to get to Ole. Bullshit. Then why do they spend that? One cop spends every morning in front of Shemansky Stadium. That's St. Lawrence. That's not Exeter. So they sit right on the outside edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But I don't. What do we really need the drones for? So again, so so they said that, and like they had an incident in the last month or so where they were chasing some dude down, and he was like around a corner or something, and they could have sent the drone in to find him instead of sending people in. And, you know, missing persons. And, and of course, I went right to conspiracy theory. Of course. Okay, so are these drones with the heat signatures, are they going to be able to see through houses so that you can just pick people off? And, like, how many... Somebody said to me that they'd be able to find... Like with the heat sensor thing, mm-hmm. a like like a, if a meth lab was in a house, are we anticipating having this problem? Uh, well, you also some growers because some people grow weed in their attics, mm-hmm. and one you can tell from the electricity bills because of the, how much electricity it takes to do those uh, special lamps. Okay, but also because the heat in the roof. And the you know it'd be so much more than it would be right the, right right same normally. thing with I guess I don't know a meth house I don't know but I, I I look at it this way there's just so much of that could that could be abused it's the same reason why I was against the Patriot Act because of the spying yeah like at some point you get somebody I'm not saying it's going to happen but the police could be like hey we need to go check this guy somebody's sitting on their back porch smoking a bong and you're going to go over and send the cops to his house now you're going to send a drone to see if he's Hit, hit his bong. bong, yeah, maybe. Or you no, or maybe a drone is like going overhead, and you're checking something out, and then oh, look at this guy! It looks like he's smoking a graphics glass bong on his back, on his back porch. Mm-hmm. And let's take the drone down because there was a guy in my neighborhood that was using a drone that was constantly over my house, and it was one of our neighbors, and one of the neighbors complained to the police department, and he doesn't do it anymore. I was getting ready to shoot the damn thing out of the sky. I'm not shitting. You. It was like I would sit above my house, maybe I don't know how many feet up there, but I, I had plenty of <laughs> different ways to bring it down. So it's a it, it's a, a function of I I read this once years ago, mm-hmm. and with drones becoming a thing, mm-hmm. they have actually said, okay, so you own your land, you also own the area above it. Yes, that's just like the so uh, so it, it it's like encroaching NFL, on your privacy. The NFL score thing, like the and the goals on the NFL. Yes, yeah. So the football, the little orange things, they go all the, the way up. The pylons. Yes. Yeah. So you own that area above. Yes. And and so nobody can encroach on that. So they've got these two drones coming, ten thousand four hundred and forty-four dollars. Oh, okay. okay. But it's all paid with drug forfeiture money. So it's not hitting our direct. It's not hitting hitting taxpayers at all. It's from drug forfeiture money, like the cash that they get that they take or from. They take the weed, give it to the CIA, and the CIA sells, sells it. it. And <laughs> yes, yes, that's forfeiture. <laughs> I guess. So there's that. So it's not actually costing us anything. No, of course it is. It's gonna. We have to pay someone to use them. Well, yeah, but they they did say that. 
there's three of the Exeter cops are already trained up on it. Right. So if they had an instance that he's needed, mm-hmm. he's going to get paid to go use it. How? Okay. So, so how exact does it have to be? I think anybody with half a brain can figure out how to fly a drone. They're not as easy as you think. Now, granted, I've got one. The technology, I know, the technology is a little bit different now than they were in years past because my kids wanted them and I got them different ones. And then mm-hmm. we have little ones that you fly around the house and they get destroyed in like three seconds. But so, hold on. If a police is flying a drone and it goes over my house and I shoot it down, are they going to arrest me? It happened in Kentucky. Right. There was a dude who, and this was years ago, there was a dude who had uh, a neighbor who had a drone, and this guy's teenage daughter used to go lay out in the backyard. I'm talking about a police doing it. Understood. But this guy went down to the neighbor and said, stop with that drone shit. I'm going to shoot it out of the sky. And the next time this thing was over his house while his daughter was out in her bathing suit... Took a shotgun, poof, took it out. He got charged for discharging a firearm in the city. I would just say it was, well, in the city, yeah. But my house, I I saw a squirrel. You're not allowed to discharge a a firearm regardless. (sighs) Within township limits. Really? Yes, there's a law. In Exeter Township. Do you remember back in the day, maybe before you lived here, that the supervisor's board, they tried to... uh, Make it so you couldn't shoot BB guns. Do you remember that? I do not. It was probably before you. I went to that 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 board meeting. That's outrageous. There was a there was a ton of people. So many people, we had to stand in the hallway. Mm-hmm. I remember that, and they quick reversed. Good, but I, I just think this creates problems. Sure, it does. What's wrong with the old police way? Well, you know, adapt or die. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I, I'm not a fan of it because because I don't like the militarization of the police. You know, there are so many police departments out there that have mm-hmm. those. Uh, it, they can be described as tanks. You're talking MRAPs. Yes, exactly. That that were once the uh, military issue, and they came to police departments when they got old. That's not entirely true. What okay. happened? What happened was, is, <laughs> and this you're going to love this because I I remember this. That was during the Obama administration, and they weren't old. They just ordered so many of them because mm-hmm. of Afghanistan and Iraq that Obama gave them the police departments all over the okay. United States. They weren't old, dude. That MRAP that we have, I can imagine how many miles were on that thing. Because mm-hmm. my brother texted me the other week what was going on with a, was it a guy had a gun or something like that down at, on 422, uh, the uh, trailer park. Okay. With a laundry thing in the front, remember? And my Got brother it. was driving down, he's like... He, t- he took a picture because he was coming towards his house in Birdsboro, well, Exeter Township, Birdsboro. And he said, oh, my God, there's an MRAP and took a picture of sending me. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when did he get that? I'm like, we've had him. Yeah. We've had him since the Obama administration because that was all the excess military equipment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. That's scary enough, though, too. I sure it is. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. No, I have a buddy who's on a local police department, and I he knows where I'm coming from this and I'm not anti-police I just the days of like your local police kind of seeming like they are one of you but they have a gun and a badge yeah like now everybody like they walk around like they're 
CIA, FBI, all that stuff, and it's kind of, I don't know. I think a lot of the problems that the police have, they bring on themselves. Well, we're we're imbuing them with more and more power, with more of the laws that get passed. Yeah. You know, like back in the olden days, people used to have sidelights. They would take in uh, tailoring, you know, like women would, would take in tailoring from people mm-hmm. and, you know, fix their whatevers right. through tailoring. Mm-hmm. You don't do that anymore because you need a business privilege license and yeah. this, that, and the other thing. Yep. And there are so many more things that are illegal. You know, what is it that said every person breaks five laws every day? Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. I, um, you break a law every day because so many more things are illegal now than used to be. That's a whole con- That's a whole conversation without how many laws and everything like you just said. But I just wonder, not that the police bring on a lot of their problems, but if you're looking to market to the average person, I don't think dressing like military is a very good thing. I have friends in the military and I have friends that are on the job police. But I know a lot of it's for their protection. Mm-hmm. But I also have friends that were on the state police force, and one was in for 25 years and never had to pull his gun ever. Good for him. That's the other side. Most cops never do. Right. Never leaves the holster. No. But I, I just... That's a tough, that's a tough situation because... I don't know. I, I, I just know that, listen, as much as I have respect for the guys that I know on the force, I know that... If someone breaks into my house, they're not going to be the first person to Mm -hmm. confront them. It's going to be me. Uh, Uh, Hence why. 100% of the time. Why I own guns. You call the police after a crime's been committed, not. They're mop up. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you imagine someone breaks into your house. Yep. You're going to shoot them. Sure. You call the cops, even if they're five minutes, five to seven minutes, good on them report time, but. The dude's already dead. Hopefully, <laughs> let's say hopefully. I, I if my I've someone breaking into my house. So now here's one of the things that came out of the pray for you uh, out of the meeting that got no play, but that was bothersome to me. Supervisor with <laughs> the game, you gonna yell at Larry? No, it wasn't right. game this time. Okay. Supervisor Tony Ronaldo said in his supervisor report that a food drive will be held next Wednesday at the Reading Country Club mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, whatever, the, the Exeter Food Bank. Mm-hmm. Okay? So go support that. Go absolutely support it. Yes, people need food. Yeah. Uh, help those folks out. So, but the thing that wasn't mentioned was that this is being done by RHM, and this is apparently one of the community events that they promised us. A food drive is a community event. These community events were set up with the idea that it was going to be, you know, a hoedown, and everybody could dress up like hillbillies and square dance. Oh, I thought you meant... Or a casino night. Like a hoe. Other hoes. (laughs) Or a casino night. Yes. Or this, that, or the other thing. This was the idea that it was supposed to be that. And they were going to do them at cost. Because it's not about money. They're going to do a food drive at cost. What's that going to cost? Nothing. 
See, I, I'm just, I, I'm sick and tired of this shit. <laughs> I, it's, it's just, it's so aggravating because we were sold a bill of goods on this thing and nobody is holding their feet to the fire on it. Did you expect them to? I, 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 if I made the agreement, I'd be living up to it. Well, we know who did. <laughs> you know, that guy, he's not around anymore. No. Except for still talking smack on online. Yeah. But I, you, you would expect them to do an actual event. Like, I don't know, boxing match. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great idea. I do too. And they should have. So there is a uh, quite a discussion about the drones. Yeah, in, in, of, in the in the in chat. chat. Some a, a matrix or whatever. I don't know. It's a different. I'm going to guess it's Matrice. <clears throat> Jerry, uh, you think they'd be trying harder? No, no, no. There's no way they don't. I don't think they care. Yeah, especially now. Mm-hmm. They're a lame duck now. Not necessarily. Because they're now supposedly renegotiating. <laughs> Confused taxpayer says, odd way to approach contract renegotiation. Yeah, I, I... Listen, it was nice when they did the opening one. You, mm-hmm. I think we had a good time. We had a blast. Right? It was fun. Food was excellent. Food was excellent. I don't think they do a very good uh, marketing job. Yeah, you you kind of have to go to that website to find out that it's happening. Right. Not everyone goes on the website to see what's happening. No, I don't. That's but you have sure. you could I I think it was a half-assed way to try to to make something good, and they didn't even try. Like you you could do so many events there; it's not even funny. It fell down. Well, it's not about money, so you figure they would have put it's all. It's not the about money. I mean, they're, they're children of God. It's not at all about money. No. And we know that's a lie. It's always about money. So one of the other things that came out of the meeting was that, as you mentioned, George Bell was kind of giddy. Yeah, I didn't watch the meeting. He so. was laughing, having a great time, you know? And, and as you're watching, you're going, wow, he's, he's like really relieved or something. Did he take a happy pill or something? I, maybe. <laughs> but it was... It was really refreshing to see. And so I pulled some of those clips. Here's just a clip of, of George laughing. Right. He's like being Shecky Bell, <laughs> the last of the great Catskills <laughs> comedians. You know what I mean? Picky Lee. So here we go. In what element of that 450 on Butter Lane bridge removal is that the construction associated with just the removal? <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Destruction. 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 It, it was like a, a, a 1950s sitcom. Uh. Yes. Okay, and then <laughs> laugh line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had a laugh line in there, and then it continued. Beyond the planning commission, and I believe we all. So this is Joe Rogoski saying that people are needed for the planning commission, et cetera. So submit your. So have a vacancy on the zoning hearing board. We're looking for um, a motion or permission to advertise for letters of interest. For these positions really for both the planning commission yes. as well as the zoning hearing board. And they both expire in a yes. month by the It was a laugh fest. Did they have everybody on nitrous in there or something? Remember <laughs> this so year. Table is, it. is Larry <laughs> pumping nitrous oxide? That might be it. Oh, next meeting? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the practical thing to do? 
It helped the entire agenda didn't have anything contentious in it. I guess. Of interest so they could join one meeting? They all got high. I mean, whatever. I'm, <laughs> it just seems... Well, I, I guess... It's, it's, it's the start to New Year, so it's the advertising. Oh, yeah, it's, so. it's, 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 oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. That's what I was asking. I'm sorry. Was like, I, I didn't explain <laughs> that correctly. That's the, term would, the term would begin uh, beginning of January okay. of 2024. That's a little more so interesting. We were, looking, we were just looking for a motion so that we could begin to search um, for interested. Isn't it hilarious? It is, man. I, it's, I, I should I should probably watch it now. Yeah. So I was uh, I was fully expecting George to you know like like. Uh, just grab his microphone and, and start working the crowd <laughs> in, with a Shecky Bell routine. And Dave Hughes on drums. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So so George would be be up there and going, hey, Chief Harley, I just flew in from King of Prussia and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> you should actually Groucho Marshall probably. I mean, Groucho Marshall, that would have been better. Hey, Chief, so that thing you're talking about with the kids, you know, I, I love kids, especially if they're cooked right. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was one hell of a meeting. I'm, I'm sad I missed it. Hey, Chad Schnee, you know what? I went to the doctor the other day. I said, hey, doc, my arm hurts when I go like this. What should I do? Doctor said, don't go like this. <laughs> That was George's whole whole night. He was having a good old time. <laughs> it was Shecky Bell. Do you remember uh, Pinky Lee? Sure. I saw him once. Oh, God. God help you. Do you remember Lily Langtree's down in King of Prussia? I do, yes. We used to go there for my birthday, or my birthday and my brother's birthday when we were kids. Mm-hmm. It was the coolest place ever. It really was, and Pinky Lee was there once, and he performed. It was like, he, he started out in, like, burlesque. Was, was there dancers? Oh, yeah. It wasn't burlesque, but it was, they were yeah, like. Yeah, okay, yeah. They had, you could, they ice skated on the stage. And oh, everything. yeah, yeah, right, right. It was like the Rockettes kind of a thing, too, where, yeah. where they'd come out and do the line dance. Yeah, like, yeah. it was awesome. All right. Okay. That's why I'm a pervert. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason. Right. So we had some more Shecky Bell stuff. <laughs> All right, now we're looking for a resol or a <clears throat> approved table reject resolution 2023-50 for the transfer of funds from the RCC events fund 20 to the They might have all gotten high before him. the executive we had an executive session before this meeting. Dave Hughes brought some spliffies. Dude, we we had an executive session, man. Gunjurunja, man. Hey, man. RCC Clubhouse Fund 10. You want to take that, George? I'm just going to move. <laughs> even, even Dave Hughes is getting in on the act. Yeah, he is. He was being a uh, uh, Henny Hughes. I'm just going to move to approve it. <laughs> we had a discussion about this, that we already have an open approval on this. Okay. It's already in the budget. We, don't, we really don't need to approve it. But just to keep the sanctity of the meeting going along, I will move to approve resolution 2023-50 for the transfer of funds from the RCC Events Fund 20 to the RCC Clubhouse Fund 10. Our chair will second. All those in favor? The Say aye. Too, huh? Oh, they, they were having a, a blast. A lot of people there. Yeah, there's a studio audience. 
Aye. Aye. As opposed? Unnecessary. Okay. 4 1 vote. <laughs> hey, Joe Rogoski. Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. <laughs> Shecky Bell working his magic. You know what? When Volmer said he was bringing a new way to do meetings, he was. He was right. He really, he, he wasn't kidding. We went from total, like, almost fist general fights. hospital type of drama. Yep. To Benny Hill type of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. I used to watch Benny Hill when I was a kid, too. Mm hmm. Loved Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was the supervisor's meeting. It was really nothing to report. I heard it was very odd. And mm-hmm. not not from you, but from from uh, perusing. Yeah, other media. people told you. Yeah, well, they didn't tell me. I just read their comments on it. Yeah, I don't. I should maybe I should have watched it. It was only an hour. You said. Yeah, hour uh, hour fifteen, hour nineteen, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So what else is going on? J- no, just all fun. the usual. It was Shecky Bell. <laughs> it's funny that we just went from them like. Calling Dave Hughes, Michelle calling Dave Hughes disgusting and You're an idiot, idiot to now everyone laughing and being jovial, jovial and high as a kite. The pressure is off, man. I'm not saying they were smoking herb, but it kind of sounds like they were smoking some herb. They had CO2, not CO2. What's yeah, the what's the laughing oxide. gas? Nitrous oxide. NO2. Yeah, nitrous NO2. One count of nitrous, two counts of ox. Yeah. oxygen. Yeah, NO2. So so. They, they just they had it underneath the the table and they just take a little hit. <laughs> they just had it. They had the tank underneath the table. Yes. And then the tubes all the way up the. <laughs> yeah. Just take a little hit every once in a while. I, I'm not saying I have done that. Um, I've just been to some concerts. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy got busted once. I think I did. I tell you about that story. Hey, Chad Schnee, how many lawyers does it take <laughs> to change a light bulb? <laughs> Shecky Bell. No, I'm happy to see that the supervisor's meeting is a little bit more controlled. Yeah, right. A little lighter mood. Even if it was done by nitrous. Yeah, even even if it it, it took that. Or Mary Jane, whatever. Whatever it takes. That's what they should do at least once a month is have a meeting intoxicated. It's not not a bad idea. I would not say with alcohol because people can get angry. I've never seen anyone angry when they're high. I guess not. I mean, no, come on. Cocaine highs, people get angry, don't they? Well, I mean on weed. Oh, okay. So so you would limit it to... Just marijuana. Marijuana. Just give them all crazy edibles. So there it is. <laughs> Chief Harley, if you're listening, <laughs> some Chief, of the pot that you, uh, <laughs> that you confiscate, you got to light it. Nobody has to smoke. Just light it yeah. in the room. Yes. And, and you know, Put let it... Put it in the HVAC unit so the whole... There you the, go. So the whole building... Later there you move. go. Just once a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a social experiment. It's, I'm all for it. <laughs> that was funny I that could be. watch that. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Everybody be saying, man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, hey, man, I'm looking for emotion for, you know, this thing, man. Everyone turns into Jeff Spicoli. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. 
hey, dude, I'll make that motion to uh, spend more money than what we have. Yeah, dude. Then, at least you'd have a reason that we were high as shit when we passed that. Yeah, we really, maybe, maybe passing, you know, maybe they were high before. Yes. Maybe they were high before. Maybe that's how you, you know, just agree to give the solicitor 45 grand every three months. Maybe you have to be high to do that. Maybe they were high when they did the RHM deal. Maybe they were. So Craig Poole was like, hey, we're going to. Man. We're going (laughs) to spike their food with a little bit of uh, THC and buttered infused butter. There you go. Give them some pot brownies. Put them some crab cakes and stuff. Give them some pot brownies, man. Now that dinner's done, we'll wait a half an hour, and we're going to start to engage in the discussion of um, this new contract that we're going to do. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. I do. Hey, man, it's time. I'm good, man. What about 8515, dude? Hey, man. Sounds good, bro. <laughs> dude. Dude. <sighs> You want us to pay for the liquor? All right, All right, man. man. Okay. Hey, Craig, why, you don't seem really high. Oh, I'm high out of my mind, fellas. <laughs> yeah. It's about, I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'm, about... I'm high out of my mind, fellas. Thinking about God and not money. I got a raging boner over all the money I'm making. <laughs> you know, see Alice I can buy with that? <laughs> hey, man, did you have any of these... Brownies, they're really good. Nah, I'm I'm watching my weight right now. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. See, <laughs> uh, confused taxpayers say only one thing didn't pass five zero. Did Even he delineate? Every, everybody was. Yeah, that's the other thing. Go long to Virtually get everything was five zero. The only things that he, that he didn't, I think, was like. The minutes. Did they fully just that thing that we had there? Did they fu- just finally swallow like the results of the election? Maybe they did. Like you have to think, like if you're Volmer and Day and George Bell, you have to be like, "Wow, the people spoke. They didn't like us." Hmm. You know, again, and and we can get into this a little bit if you want, but I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case at all because the reality is they won election day voting. Yeah, if not for the massive amount, yeah. which was like sixteen hundred and fifty of mail-in ballots, Bell, Vollmer, and Merritt win that yeah. election. But because Piho and Ham were perceived to be Democrats, they won. <laughs> and dude, dude, that proved out across the state. Yeah. Well, that's everywhere. That's why I said everybody just needs to switch their party and start running as Democrats. That won't, I don't know that that'll solve it. But but I, I did find a news story concerning that. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, and it was, the title of it is, a Spending on PA Supreme Court Race Broke Records Set Precedent on outside, for Outside Influence. Oh. So what, what you're talking about is outside Pennsylvania money. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. spent in Pennsylvania to affect the election, right? Mm-hmm. Harrisburg, the candidates for Pennsylvania Supreme Court and their allies spent at least twenty-two million dollars to influence the race's outcome. With much of that total used to persuade voters that the future of abortion access was on the line. I don't know. 
The number is likely to rise as final campaign finance reports are filed later this month. Democrat Daniel McCaffrey scored a decisive victory over Republican Carolyn Carluccio, buoyed by last-minute spending on TV ads that painted the GOP candidate as deceptive and dangerous. Yeah, I saw that. Those ads were funded by state and national political organizations that emphasized the importance of the state Supreme Court in preserving Pennsylvania's abortion, quote-unquote, rights. I did that quote-unquote part. In a post-Roe v. Wade reality. Yeah, I, I, I saw some of the ads because it's on social media. I saw some of them. Um, they tried to paint her as switching. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, she was an extremist when it came to abortion. Right. Like, she was pro-life. What? I don't... If abortion is a right, and we know it's not, you could then force a doctor to give you one. That's right. That's exactly right. But it's also do they? What's the reality? Because if you can, if you can, if you can force a baker to bake a cake, right? You can force a doctor to heal you, or, or kill you, give ba- you an abortion, kill your baby. But it's also this: do we have a Democrat governor. The House is is it still split? No, it's Democrat. Is it by Democrat? like one right. or two? Because the Democrats are so stupid that they voted for two dead Democrats. In the House. Well, the, the Democrat would have won in those districts, alive or dead. Doesn't make a difference. They voted for two dead guys. But the one guy was, like, killed in a car accident, and the other one died before he could pull himself out of the race. Same thing happened up in New England, too. Someone died in just this past election. My, my point is, is that you're still going to be, even with the Roe versus Wade, which we talked about this, the Democrats are very good at branding, which we know the Republicans suck at. At this point, like I said to you when we were talking about this before, I don't think the Republicans are bad at messaging anymore. There's enough influencers on the right that are way better than people on the left. The left can't meme. All you, If you wanted to win this, all you have to do is call everybody that is for abortion, even people that are pro-choice, baby killers. Yeah. And then just do ads with aborted babies. Well, that's horrible. And like we talked on the phone. When this was coming up before, back in 2009, 2010 or whatever it was. Remember I I posted the video of an aborted, the procedure of an aborted baby. Right. And I had a friend message me and say how disgusting and vile I was for posting that video. Mm-hmm. And I know she supports abortion. I said, well, you need to, to understand what you support. Right. And she defriended me and never talked to me again. You're better off for it. I agree. But that messaging is is like they told that when Roe versus Wade ruled that way, they said that abortion, that Trump's Supreme Court just made abortion illegal. And everyone thought all across the country that you couldn't get and abortion. And the dummies anymore. bought it, right? Because they can't bother to read, right? But they're that's why Democrats are placating to their moron voters, and mm-hmm. I call them morons because you are. Most of them are communists, which people haven't figured out yet. They are, and you're starting to see it more. All these Hamas supporters, they vote Democrat. You you see all these people that are that are protesting all throughout the United States. Remember when you said to me, "Oh, that's only in New York." I'm like, oh. It happened at UPenn. It's all these universities all over. They're all Democrats. Mm-hmm. You want to start winning elections? 
Paint them all Democrats. Paint them as Nazis. You want to win elections? They're all Nazis. All the Democrats are Nazis. You, they're actually fascists too, because I just did a Facebook story on this. Who supports Big Pharma now? Democrats. Who supports military industrial complex? Democrats. Who supports infanticide? Democrats. All of the above. Who, who supports killing Jews? Oh, Democrats. Okay. Are you, are, are you ready for a break? Yeah, I could take one. Yeah, so could I. So let's listen to Ghost. We'll, then we'll be back with the rest of the Exeter Underground.
good I never heard that one before. It's a great song. Is it? Yeah, I, I, I like Ghost. I didn't notice. I never heard of him. You don't know Dance Macabre? I can't say that I do. Wow, you're old. <laughs> Welcome back to the Exeter Underground, everybody. Bathroom break over. So from the chat, confused taxpayers said, Judy Schwenk sponsored a bill that would require the ballot to say what party the candidate is registered in. Right, but what I'm saying about doing is you can just change your how you're registered. All Republicans that want to run just register as a Democrat. Okay, so then the way that 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 is kind of protected against is there's a sore loser law out there. Hmm. Okay. So you would actually have to somehow get nominated by that party to be able to do that because you can't lose a primary in Pennsylvania and then switch over to the other party. You're not allowed. That's against the law. Well, then it just shows that, they're going to have to start stepping up their mail-in ballot game and harvesting. Dude, there, there's no way around it. See, this is the thing that I know will happen, though. Like, I did a... I don't think people understand the state of the country that we're in. Okay? The state or the country? Which one? Or the state. <laughs> the state of the country or the state of our state, Pennsylvania. Like, you... I know we're not... I know when no one wants to talk about it or thinks it's... Our federal government is going after the opposition and their followers. You have you have the FBI going after school board or mothers and fathers and parents at school board meetings. Okay, and then denying that they did it. Right, and then you have them going after Christian churches and groups, mm -hmm. and they have lists of this stuff. And I learned about this when Obama was doing it. Obama did this with who was it? Uh, Janet Reno. No, who was uh, his AG, Attorney General at the time? I can't oh, remember. uh... uh the, the woman dude. Holder. Well, before him. Eric Holder. Before him. I but, don't know. I, I thought it was Eric Holder. It was the layover from Bush, and she said, and then Holder was in. Right, keep going. But I warned back then that this was... Because it all... I hate to say this, but everything <laughs> all started with Obama. It really did. Um, Loretta Lynch. Yes. No. No, 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 no. That was after Holder. Okay. Before, it was, who was, uh, last year of Bush, who was his AG? I really don't know. Okay. I, I'll, I'll look that up. Anyway, they were doing a list of people that they thought were domestic extremists or, excuse me, domestic terrorists. And it was like pro-life people, vets, um, Ron Paul supporters, libertarians, and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm, being a Ron Paul supporter, I was like, oh, I'm on a list and everything. And... Ashcroft. You see this where it's going is like they're targeting their opposition and targeting people they don't like. And if you don't believe this and you think it's just done against Republicans, they don't they do it against people that they don't like. Did you hear about that January sixth guy where his daughter she's an infant and they were flying and they put her on the special list for domestic terrorists? No. As an infant. Well, <laughs> clearly a badass too. <laughs> Literally still shitting himself. Clearly a badass. <clears throat> But you see the government targeting, and it's not new. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. And it's literally, I mean, you're coming after parents that are worried about their kids at school board meetings. They, and they don't want to talk about, and like, who was the, the Twitter files? I was one of the people that I swear to God I was on that list where Biden was like, take these people down. Because January 20th, boom, my all my accounts just got wiped. 
wiped. Facebook, my Twitter, who I had quite a heck of a following on Twitter, just wiped. One day, couldn't go in, no reasoning or anything. The government targeting is it's so really scary because guess what they're going to do to transport this and what we were talking about is you do the Republicans start doing ballot harvesting, they're going to throw the book at them. And they're going to use all forces of the side of the FBI and the government to go after the Republicans that are doing ballot harvesting. Mm-hmm. As they watch the as they watch the Democrats do it all, I'm seeing so many videos come out from the 2020 election and recently from this past election where there's people literally taking ballots out of people's mailboxes. There's people doing stuffing ballots into machines, stuffing and all these fake ballots and everything. It's ridiculous. But they won't prosecute Democrats that do it. But if Republicans start to do it and you start, well, if they do ballot harvesting, they're going to prosecute them to the full extent of the law, too. It comes down to uh, eye for an eye, doesn't it? Right. But Republicans are never, this is people probably, oh, Biden's, you know, Trump is so high up on Biden. It doesn't matter. Like people aren't getting it. Like there's the sides of the, like you look at the election side of it as like, who does the majority of the ballot harvesting all around the country? Obviously, Democrats. Mail-in ballots. What was it in extra? Was 1,600 to 300? 1,650. To around 300 or so? No, no, no. The total was 1,650. Right, so how many And Republican for candidates got anywhere from, you know, two to 300. Right, so it's almost one to one four? Fifth. No, yeah. One fifth, yeah. That's all the way to the country. That's normal. There won't be another Republican president for probably 10, 15 years. I would not doubt it. Everyone thinks, oh, Trump's going to win. No, he's not. Is Trump adding more people? No. He has his concrete base, right? They, they're not going to allow him to win. Will Trump get the most votes, the most legal votes? I wouldn't doubt it. But what has changed since 2020? What have the Republicans, other than Scott Nothing. Pressler? Right. Other than Scott Pressler out there, met the guy when he was in Reading, super nice kid, Super respectful. Out I don't, there. Nobody knows who he is, Kev. Yes, they do. The long-haired, no, they don't. The long-haired gay guy. No, they don't. <laughs> okay. Well, he should be the head of the army. If I don't know who he is, other people don't. Well, he That's a be- very specialized hippie thing for you. <laughs> no, he should be the head of the RNC because he's working harder than Ronan McDaniel. Who is he? Look him up. Scott Pressler. Just yeah, tell me. He's a guy that goes around. Before he was doing a register of the vote, he used to stand out on... Uh, he made a name for himself on social media and used to stand out on corners and why do Democrats hate gay people? Why do they, you know what I mean, okay. all this. And, now, and he went across to get registered Republicans every state. He does. It. He did the trash cleanup in Baltimore and Pittsburgh and all these other. He'd go in the inner cities and help clean them up. And now he's working, going across the country, t- teaching how to uh, have people fill in mail-in ballots and everything okay. like that. All right, okay. But if Republicans wanted to win, they would put... The mail-in ballot drop boxes at churches. It's true. That would generally work. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they want to win. And they're not going to win. That's my point, is that okay. until they start to do what the Democrats have done, whether it's marketing, messaging, mail, uh, you know, mail-in ballots and drop boxes, they're not going to win anything. And even if they do, you look what they did in 2020 with Trump. With the lies that the Intel community, uh, the Intel, you know, all the ABC agencies, 
Dude, they're not going to allow anybody to win that they don't want to win. Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> so so I, I pulled another clip. People, I think, saw a video of this already. The senator from Oklahoma, Mullen, challenging a dude to a fight in a Senate committee meeting. Yeah, and I had to inform Jerry of exactly who Senator Mullen is and what he used to do. Yeah, for five. Mm -hmm. He had five fights. Five professional fights. Okay. He was an MMA fighter. Who would know this? How do you think I found out? You're a buckethead? I don't know. <laughs> no, you do. You used to do all that MMA shit. You would know this. Right, but I, I didn't know until I don't the do other that day. MMA shit. I, I didn't know until the other day. Okay. So, okay, so so the head of the Teamsters Union is there, and, and this senator just starts reading off tweets or something. So, so, so let's get into it, and we'll stop. So I just wanted to set the record straight on that, and that's coming from statistics, all right? Now, let's talk about Mr. O'Brien himself, his behavior. As everybody knows, and it's here in the last time. O'Brien is the Teamster president. Him and I kind of had a back and forth. I uh, appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you tweeted at me one, two, three, four, five times. And let me. So he's getting upset over social media. This goes to internet muscles. Yes. Read what the last one said. Um, it said, greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. See, now he's 100% right in everything that he's, he's about to do. Mm-hmm. Because if more people would do this, idiots would not do the things they do online. They wouldn't call people out like they do instead of getting in their faces. Uh, if it went the way they both of them supposedly wanted it to go, I think that you're right. Mm-hmm. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. So this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your... This is a time, this is a place. That is a really great comment. Your mouth. We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay. This- consenting adults kind of says like they're going to have sex. <clears throat> I'm just saying like he might, he might want to back up from that. That's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, I did, yes. When you hear consenting adults, <laughs> yes, it is. Well, consent doesn't just mean to sex. But that's what they... But this is what we talk about, okay? So, so like, when... <laughs> Are you when, consenting to... Uh... <laughs> no, consent, consent... Consenting adults. It's always used in the context <laughs> of... <laughs> it is, but not in this case. But, but... He said it. I think the guy might be gay. What gave you, what gave you the, the, the idea that they were going to consent to sex? Did they have a bottle of KY jelly on top of it? When the, consenting the... adults is said, it's usually about two people having sex. I don't care what two consenting adults do. I don't care if it's a man and a man. I don't care if it's a man and a woman. I don't care if it's two women. I don't care if it's a white man and a black woman. I don't care. It's consenting adults. That's what we always hear. <laughs> so they're going to have a bang off? Yes. They're going to have sex with each other. I mean, this is what you can pull from. Right here, right now, dude. Come on. Take them down. 
<laughs> Fine, perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Let's stand your butt up. See? Uh, this is what I'm saying. Let's do it right your, now. Put your butt up. <laughs> Drop trowel. Let's go. Put your butt up. Stand. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Stop it. No, I'm going to put my butt up. Whose butt? Who's butt's going first? Whose butt's first? <laughs> A solution every problem. No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. So what? I actually give them both guns do a duel. You know, Bernie Sanders is such a puss. Because he's a communist. It, it, it's, dude, it's, it's like, I would have just let it go. I would have been like, right, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun to watch these two guys and see who backs down. Because somebody is going to back down. No, I would have liked to have seen them fight. D- they wouldn't have. The union guy would have would have given would have. I'm not going to fight you. Oh, okay. I would have let it go. See, and then is, when they start having sex, then you throw cold water on them. Let's just throw a blanket over them. <laughs> go, on with your, go on with your bad selves. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Oh. Sit down, please. Please sit, sit down. It sounds like Howard's dad. Shut up. Sit down. Please sit down. Sit down and shut up, you moron. No, I, I would have rather them actually fought. But they wouldn't have. I d- probably, and, he, and he should have let them meet maybe right not. down maybe there. Maybe they would have. Have you seen the, like the uh, what is it, the um, Chinese government when they go at? Or is, it, is that Japan? It's, like, it's Korea, I think. Man, they, they're getting the brawls and shit. Well, that's them. Why not? That's them. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. That's what Mike Tyson said, and he's not wrong. Hold it. If Hold we can't... No, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? You will have your time. He will have his time. We will all have our time. We will all meet on the floor. We will have sex together. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. I would have been like, okay, you over there. You over there. Let's get it on. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, put your arm down in front. Let him fight. Quickly, somebody I... call Michael Buffer. <laughs> <laughs> we yes. need it to let's get ready to rumble. I, I'm, I think we need more of this and actually let them fight. Yeah. I, I think making violence great again is a, is a great thing. We need to get ready to rumble. Because then you'd have less people talking shit. Mm-hmm. How many times, like I've talked about before, how many times you got in fights when you were a kid and you wind up kids talking smack, you smack them in the mouth a couple times, you guys smack each other in the mouth a couple times and you fight and you get it done with and then you're friends afterwards. Because then you learn what, this is the whole thing of growing up. And I think this is why we have 20s, kids in our 20s and their 30s that are still children is because they were, they never went, especially the men, like my wife and I talk about this with, with our daughter, like... If she's expecting to marry someone like her father, you know how girls will eventually yeah, yeah, grow up yeah. and marry someone like their father. Good luck. But like my daughter's used to me. I hunt, I fish, I fight, I fought, and all these crazy things, right? Her generation, I there's a kid that I coached last year, he graduated, and he and I talk once or twice a week. And um, like I said to him, I was like, your generation is full of simps <laughs> and cucks. And I said, you're obviously you're not one. And he stands out. I noticed he was different. We talked and everything like that. Now I can talk to him because he's not a student anymore. So we have more 
conversations that are a little bit more that consenting adults have. <laughs> but I just like I said to him, and in Dana White had said this to his sons. He said, "With your the world is yours. There's so many pussies out there. There's so many cucks. There's so many guys that are not manly. There's everybody's a beta. It's so easy to be an alpha. It's true." Like the world is yours. All you got to do is lift weights, work hard, be smart, and make right decisions. And you're an alpha. You will own 90% of the men around you. If lift you're 35 weights. and under. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing for your body. It, it helps you build testosterone and makes you... <laughs> trust me. Anyway, but my point is, is that you now we have, we have two generations of, of boys... That sit on an internet and type and think they're a tough guy. Mm-hmm. And when that's oh, why and the women are be- doing it too. Oh yeah, but you let them fight, and then you wind out who you see who the tough guy is. In our day, when I, I mean, I got fights in school. You know what I mean? You just you then we're fine. Somebody called Michael Buffa. But it's a pecking order, things that you have to go through as when you were kids. Like when you get in fights with your kids, you learn, okay, maybe I shouldn't say this to this guy because he's going to beat the shit out of me. That's how you learn to peck. It's Because not every man is created the same. We're not equal. We're not? No. Okay. Like I told you today, is like, like I said earlier in the show, no one will know and, and understand the constraint that has gone on for me to be a peaceful man. No one. The things I battle in my head every day. <laughs> no way. No way. Like when I was a little kid, my brother, when my mom, when our mom was dying of cancer. Okay. Anybody who's lifting. Right. Anybody who called me an MFer, I would beat the shit out of. Okay. Right. And my brother was sitting in the back of the bus with his friends. So you this, took this literally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you think me and my mom are consenting adults? <laughs> He would just say it, and this kid said it, and he called my brother, and he was, my brother was twice his size, and I was younger than this kid who said it to my brother. And I was bigger than everyone my, my age, and I was bigger than most kids older than me. I was probably the size of my brother's friends at his age. And this kid called my brother an MFR, and I pulled that kid's head over the, side, the back of the, the seat of the bus and beat the ever-loving crap out of his face. That kid never said that word to my brother or I ever again. And I also got three days in school suspension for it. My mom made me write, I will not misbehave. In school? Uh-huh. And I had to write, I will not misbehave on the bus 2000 That was definitely worse, worth it. It was definitely worth it. Yeah, but that's that pecking order. You learn not to say things to certain people because you could get your ass kicked. It was definitely worth it to do it. In school suspension? Yeah. What's that? Dude, my son just got three days of lunch detention. <laughs> For not fighting, not really doing anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. And God knows the American people have enough of contempt for Congress. Let's not I don't like drugs and bullies. You, you and you I don't like you because you just described yourself. I know, I know <laughs> you are, but what am I? I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say to me bounces off me and sticks to you. <laughs> you have the mic. Yeah. You have time. All right, just Then let's do this because I did challenge you and I accepted your challenge. You have time. He has time. We all have time. We can have time, but we don't have to have time. There's time. When did Kamala Harris get in the room? 
I I lost a lover and you lost a lover. <laughs> and you went quiet. No, I didn't go quiet. I was. I was no, 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 you no, no, challenged no, no, no. me See, to a kid. talking man. This is the point. This is when when everything was going on with like you and No Name Two and it set up a boxing match. Do it for charity and raise money. Dude, I was completely and totally in on that. I tried to talk Jim Ruoff into running it because he does. Um, yeah, puts fights together. Jimmy was a boxer too. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should see his. Have you seen his hands? I have really sure. big hands. Yeah. That man has meatballs. Yeah. He was a boxer. <laughs> right? The guy's hands, like I have really big hands. His hands were like my father's hands. My father's hands were, were big and just meatballs. He's a very gentle guy, too. That's the fun Oh, he's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> nicest guy. Last time, hey, I was, last time I was hanging out with Jim, he bought me a drink. See that? Mm-hmm. Acting like a 12-year-old. Excuse me. Hold it. No, excuse me. I, I will mic. say, I will say exactly. Better than Mullen, I have the mic. I have the mic. You will have the mic in a moment. I have time. You have time. He has time. We all have time. We all have mics. We don't have to get in a fight. Did we you, don't have to be consenting adults having sex on the floor of the Senate. Did you hear what he said, though? He goes, well, you're acting like a 12-year-old. You know, this is the part. Everyone thinks that they're all, oh, we're, we're grown men. We shouldn't act like this. Or we're adults. We're Americans. We're so much better than that. Stop it. We're not. We are not. Go no. watch Black Friday's coming up. Go to your social media feed and watch what happens over a couple TVs on Black Friday. <laughs> or a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. Questions on any economic issues, anything that said, go for it. We're not here to talk about physical abuse. You brought... We're not talking yeah. about... We are not talking of, about physical abuse. We are not talking about consenting adults. Of, of course, and, I and let me tell, let me show you his hearing because I want to I want to expose this thug to who he is. And you don't point to me. That's disrespectful. All right. I don't care about respecting you at all. I, respect I don't respect you respect. at all. See, that's Sorry, the thing. Those union heads, they are thugs, man. A lot of they union are thugs. Heads. You better believe they're. And thugs. the funny part is, is that I, I I understand the whole union things, and I'm private unions are a lot better than public unions. I don't think public should be able to make unions as it is, just because you're anything that's funded with tax dollars is no bueno. But those guys. Like you have the people, you have the union workers who work their asses off, and then you have the brass that, what do they do? <laughs> they make a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money to do what? Argue Nothing. with argue with senators. Nothing. They don't do anything. <laughs> they do nothing. Like everyone was like, "Wow, UPS, those guys make a lot of money." I was like, "They also work their asses off." Yes. They also have, they also work their asses off. Let me let hold me. it. No, you don't want to hold it. Please, please. <laughs> Why would you say please? No one's beating anybody's ass. No one is going to beat anyone up. I especially not me because I'm a little wuss and I sit here and say please to people while they are trying to fight. Why would you say please? Just say, hey, both of you, stop it. I know, but I actually would rather them fight. Can we get that on record? No, we can't. In fact, I'm going to chop that out. I'm going to make a note to chop that out. <laughs> they should fight. Hour 34. <laughs> they should fight. All right. This is a, excuse me. Mm-hmm. This is a hearing to discuss. Excuse me, please. This is a hearing to discuss consenting adults. Economic issues. All right. If you. I, like, like it, it's just going to go on that way for another three minutes and 28 seconds. You get the gist of it. 
And Bernie should have said, get in your corners and proceed. Now, let's get ready to rumble. Wait. Let's get ready to rumble. But do you see what I'm saying? That guy <laughs> tweets and then gets confronted and then talks like a big guy and has Bernie Sanders shut it down for him. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, Mullen, will tear you apart, Mr. Soft Union Guy. He would. And we will not have that happen in front of me because it will scare me because I am a little girl. See, that's the thing. That big, that that union guy, I don't know how big he was and it doesn't really matter. Is <laughs> because I when you're, it's different. It's not fair. That's why I've seen so many videos of these guys like in Vegas. They'll come up to some guy that they don't know who he is and the guy just turns out to be like an MMA fighter and he dusts all five of them. Mm-hmm. Like he'll get attacked by five dudes and he dusts them. You don't know nowadays whether someone has a gun. Like right. be, being trained in different techniques of fighting is there's a lot more of it now than there was even when I was a kid, right? Obviously, but you don't know who you're. That's why you should be real careful who you shoot your mouth off to. That's right. You don't know who you're dealing with. The guy could be five foot nine, hundred sixty pounds. And you're going to shoot your mouth off. He could be an amazing roller. He could be a great JJ jiu-jitsu. And he could just roll you up and knock and choke you out, and you wouldn't even know what's going on. Or he on. could have a gun and shoot your ass. True, or a knife. Or a knife. He could shoot your ass with a knife. <laughs> they have, did you ever see that one that's like a 22 and it's a it's a it looks like a pistol and a knife on the top with a little 22 on the bottom? No, I've never seen that. That's yeah. neat. It's got like brass knuckles. and So, so it's probably a one-shot thing and... Mm-hmm. And then you got to go in for hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, it's brass knuckles. The top is a knife, and then the right underneath the knife, it has a little twenty-two. That's everything. It's They're almost like a one. derringer, but bigger with brass knuckles and a. And a knife. Let's get ready to rumble. I, the well of how the Senate. How great would that be? You both give them like a musket pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Ten paces, fellas. Burr Hamilton, let's go. But if you're not will- right, if you're not willing to do that, sit down and shut up. <laughs> It's good stuff. Well, that would be awesome. Okay, let's do some phone calls. Anybody want to call, weigh in. 610-451-7085. Going back from Beer said... 610-451-7085. Go ahead. Beer in the chat said the ACLU Twin Valley. Look that up. Unbelievable. Did you hear about this? No. So there are students at Twin Valley who are objecting to the name Raiders and the use of an Indian head Hmm. as the symbol, and they want to change it. And the ACLU has now come in and said, you are violating their rights. The rights to what? Have an opinion? I don't know. Oh, because they won't let them set up a... Protest? No, not a protest. a, A club to try to... I like. I don't know what this club would do, but they're not letting them set up a club, and so. And Twin Valley is like they didn't shut down during all COVID or any of that stuff too, so they're pretty didn't based. They? They're pretty based when it comes to that stuff. Okay. So wait a minute. They're not allowing them to to set up a club to protest the name of the Raiders. Right. Well, the the club would, I guess, work on getting the name changed, and they're because not they allowing don't like the, it. So here's for these geniuses. Hey guys, you got you kids who want to start this club. Why do you think the Native American that tribe 
was called a raider. Huh? And who were they raiding, genius? Hmm? Doesn't matter who they were raiding. Oh, yes, it does, because they were raiding other Native American tribes. But it doesn't matter. The point is, Raider says badass. And that's all it says. Right. It doesn't say that uh, it's, uh, you, you know, Indians are bad people. And the fact that he's got a feather in a headband is stereotypical. Well, those guys kind of did yeah. behave like that. That was like part of their war paint. Well, that was like the whole thing with the Redskins. Now there's now there's tribes of Native Americans that are suing the Redskins to get the team name back to the Redskins. Yeah, good luck with that. That's not a waste of money. No, but it's just stupid. It, like that that was used as like propping up the Native Americans as something to you know as a prominent figure of strength and honor. Right. And these idiots. This. Again, they're label readers. They're not smart. They're stupid. They don't understand history. It's the same people that... Uh, it's the same... Uh, this is such a bad look for public education. Yeah. Not a question. So a buddy of mine, his son is in the junior high. And he messages me and says, Hey, so-and-so, his son, his high, he's getting in arguments with his teacher... Because his son keeps saying that we're Republican. The teacher says, no, we're a democracy. Well, his teacher's not bright. Right, but he's... <laughs> like, I would, I'd be sending an email. That, I, that I, teacher is very wrong. And, right, and we're not a democracy. We're, we're a constitutional republic. But this is the part with public education. Like, that teacher might think we are. As in a teacher, he should know that we're not a democracy. Mm-hmm. But he's arguing with a student, the student who ha in the junior high happens to know that we are a republic. Mm -hmm. Isn't that, doesn't look good for public education. No. When a student is arguing with a teacher and the student's correct. So stop arguing? I don't know. Maybe it's me. The ACLU is actually suing Twin Valley, Beer says. Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> on behalf of the students to set up a club yeah the uh, Reading Eagle reports Twin Valley School District has been sued in federal court for allegedly failing to recognize a student club dedicated to changing the district's mascot why do they have to recognize a club go have your club anywhere you want right it's, it's just it, it's more trouble making you know again it's uh, I, so many people, when you don't have problems, you create them. Hence the pronouns. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I told you my my uh, the kid, one of the kids that I mentor, he's thirty now, and he posted, "Oh, you know, millennials have had it so had the hardest had the hardest. The, we are the hardest generation had it the hardest." I'm like, what? We lived through Y2K. Oh. He lived through. He lived. Through, I'm like, shut up. You guys have it so good that you create problems. You guys are the assholes that started the whole pronoun bullshit. Y you have it so good that you don't even know how to change tires, <laughs> right? Or oil. Change an oil for Christ's sakes. Hmm, good luck changing oil today. Right, but I. I <laughs> We, but a tire. It's this. It's eight, not hard. No, it's the eight. Well, no, no. My my in laws were coming back with all the grandkids, uh, so six grandkids, and my kids were in the car, and my mother in law got a flat, right, 
And she apparently drove for like 15 miles on the flat and ruined the wheel. That's great. Right? I said, It's exactly what you're supposed to do, so you know. Why didn't your grandfather just get out and change the tire? And I guess it was on close to the road or whatever. I'm like, well, at that time, you have that many people, and you got to do what you got to do. You take all the kids out of the car, you put them on the side of the road, you bump that puppy up, and you you put the donut on, or if you have a full one. I mean, I changed the tire on the edge of right at the – the exit on the turnpike to get off at Morgantown. Yep. Well done it. And I'm not talking this. I was driving a, a Ford excursion at that time. So those tires well are huge. Done right. And it's real scary. And it was on the roadside, not on the grass side. Exactly. And you just do it. And he's like, well, I'm like, like apparently, like apparently it was smoking too. Which is, wow. <laughs> like my niece was crying in the car saying they're all going to die. <laughs> Nah, you're not going to die. No, I was just like... I was, uh, it's funny. I feel bad. I should have had my daughter and my son should have got out there and changed the tire. Right? They're getting about the age where I got to teach them. At least they know how. No, they will. They will. I gotta, my daughter's 15, so I got to start teaching her how to drive soon. My kids can all change tires. Uh, my, my youngest daughter would not be bothered. Mm. Because actually, there was a time when she called me. To change your tire? To change, to change her tire? Her tire. At her house, or was she on like the no, road? No, she was on the road. So so I went and, and did it. But I was like, why don't you just do it? I'm not doing that. That's what you're for. <laughs> and you went, of course. I did, of, of course. course. She's a little girl, of course. If, if, if my son called and said, hey, I need you to change my tire, I'd go, pussy, do it yourself. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> Are you insane? We, we're losing. We're losing here. We're, we're, I've lost the cell. Lost the cell. Oh, I'm hanging up by <laughs> what if, and my I can't son would, hear you. You're saying something that I can't hear. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. But if it was my daughter, I'd probably go. Yeah. Of course. I'm not doing that. It's exactly what she said. Why don't you just do it? I was very comfortable at home. I'm not doing that. That's what you're for. Okay. I'm too pretty to be doing that low man. One hundred percent. I just never want to hear her say, I don't need no man. <laughs> okay, so nobody calling in, so that's the Exeter Underground number seventy seven. Hmm. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Anything that you missed, you can catch almost immediately after this, as it will be posted to podcast. Look for it at your podcatcher or on the Exeter Examiner's Facebook page, where I will post a link that you can go and listen or download, whatever, whichever you would like. Join us again next week. Same time. Cover mm-hmm. you good. Same mm-hmm. time. And same place. Bat channel. Not bat channels. <laughs> but point made. Same time, same place, Thursday at noon. And we will look forward to interacting with you. I believe the, in fact, I don't, no, we will not have one on Thursday. That's Thanksgiving. Oh, no shit. That's Thanksgiving. How about that. We will not have a, a show next week, probably. Because of Thanksgiving. But, or do you want to do it on Friday? Might be able to do it on Friday. I might be able to. I can't guarantee it. Is your family coming in? Uh, no. But there might be something going on Friday. I'm not sure. We'll we'll talk. Yeah. I'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. But beyond that, I got to drive two and a half hours ago for Thanksgiving this year. Where's that? <sighs> like Maryland. East Jabip. No, my uh, my sister in law decided to have it at her house because they were tired of driving all of her. So now you're going to make everybody an old family. Yeah, everybody family. else is going to drive instead of you driving. Yep. All right. Well, fair's fair, I guess. Give her one. And when the food sucks, 
Never no, the food's not going to suck. But I, I, like I said to my wife, how many? Her, my wife's mother loves having Thanksgiving at her house and having mm-hmm. all the kids and all the yeah, grandkids yeah, yeah. at their house. How many? They're eighty and over. How many mm-hmm. more are they going to have? And you're going to make them drive, and maybe they'll be killed in the car. Jesus Christ! I'm just saying, how many more Thanksgiving? <laughs> how many more Thanksgiving? This might are be they their last be? one. It could be at that age. And you're you going to make know. them drive to eat freaking turkey. So the last year might be the last Thanksgiving they ever ever have at their house. Your sister-in-law is soulless, so you know. She's also a supreme leftist, too. Black-hearted to (laughs) to her core. She's a supreme leftist, too. What did I say? Mm. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Uh-huh.